Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So today, look, there's two gigantic quarterback moves, if you will. Uh, one is that Aaron Rodgers announced, or yeah, he's announced that he's staying. Obviously, it's been leaked. There's uh, Ian Rapport reported a new four-year, $153 million guaranteed, $200 million total deal with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers said, I haven't signed anything. So Aaron Rodgers staying. Shortly thereafter, Russell Wilson was traded from the Seattle Seahawks to the Denver Broncos. And they got two firsts, two seconds, a fourth, and three players. Two of them are starters, and the other one is um, is Drew Locke, who started at quarterback. And I think we all are under some form of agreement, whether you like the trade, don't like the trade. I, I Dan, you buyer, you think he has no value at all, like like none? Yeah, none. Um, because he wasn't going to be of any value to Denver. 
So why? I mean, he was just he wasn't going to play in Denver anyway. He wasn't. So you just kind of. I I was talking to the guys about it off air, and you and I talked about it earlier. But it's kind of when you do a fantasy football trade. And you're like, well, I was going to just drop this guy anyway, so I'll just include him in the deal to you, and it's easier to deal with that way. That's how I feel that Drew Locke is in this scenario. By unless he's the stopgap for 2022, but there, you know, by no means is there any intention for him to be, you know, no, the long term start. No, but but look, if you're trying to rebuild a roster, okay, which is what they're trying to do, they're trying to rebuild a roster. You, you know, okay, we got some first-round picks, we got some players, and now, and and I don't know what they're thinking. So I'm sure they want to take a look, and they can always cut them and walk away. It's, you know, a million four. But if you have a starting quarterback who makes a million four, you can do a lot to build some stuff around him. And the, the likelihood of them using that ninth overall pick on a quarterback is very real. Uh, there also could be other guys out there that maybe they are interested in bringing in at the quarterback position. Who knows? I just don't think that there's, you know, Drew Locke just to me just didn't have any value added to the deal. Like, like the deal still gets done if Drew Locke isn't included no question. as part of it. No, no question. I, that, that we agree with. Now, do we still disagree? Do you still think they didn't get enough when I painted well, the picture for you of the, the players instead of picks? Yeah, no, I, I'm fully aware. I didn't need you to paint anything for me. I am fully aware of, of what is at stake here. But there's also just the fact of, because you talk about the, the the likelihood of the hit and miss of a first-round draft pick, and there's there's truth to that. There's absolute truth to that. But also, there's truth in numbers in saying if you have more first-round picks, then your odds are better of them working out and maybe getting a next uh, level player. It's actually one of the drawbacks the Seahawks have had in their drafts as of late is getting that Pro Bowl All Pro caliber player. They haven't done it at all. Part of the reason is, yeah, maybe they haven't been drafting you know as high, but they also haven't been great in selecting those. So in my mind, getting more of those picks gives them more of the opportunity to hit on them as opposed to taking the sure thing of just the quality player that has a ceiling that is only so high. All right, let's welcome in T.J. Hushmanzada. He joins us. Uh, Hush, of course, uh, uh, I'm going back two years ago, said Tom Brady not going back to New England, and he ends up going to Tampa. You also thought that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going back to Green Bay. Uh, what what changed? You know what happens, Doug? When they show you the money, um, it changes a lot, would you say? When, when yep. The second highest paid quarterback in the league is at 45 and you're at 50. Um, that will change your mind. And you, you look at Green Bay, they un, salary cap wise, they're franchising Devontae and they're giving Aaron what they're giving them. They're going to have a hard time retaining some of these guys on defense and, and getting players to play with Aaron that he's trust from an offensive perspective. I mean, it's gonna be. Is it gonna be much of the same? We get in the playoffs, and the only guy I want to throw it to is Devontae, and so they got to figure this out. But I, I truly thought he was gone. And when you're gonna give me fifty million a year, um, that'll change my mind as well. Uh, okay, what do you think about the Russell Wilson trade? That was interesting. I, I believe Seattle. They, I'm not trading Russell Wilson, man. It's, just, it's hard to win, but I. You know what Pete Carroll's thinking is? 
we basically won Super Bowls with a quarterback that many didn't think was that great when we drafted him. Nobody, they thought Russell Wilson was going to be a great quarterback. He'd have been drafted in the first round, and we did it with a quarterback that they, I'm sure they felt like they made into what he is. And so if I'm the Denver Broncos, I'm ecstatic because Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League, and you give up two first-round picks. And when you, you're the Seattle Seahawks, you say, oh, man, we have these first-round picks. We're going to do well with them. Well, last year in the second round, they drafted Dwayne Eskridge. What did he do? The year prior to that, in the first round, they drafted Jordan Brooks. Second round, Daryl Taylor. What happened? The year before that, the Seattle Seahawks drafted L.J. Collier in the first round. What has he done? And so the draft is a crapshoot, especially when you're the Seattle Seahawks because outside of D.K. Metcalf in the last five years, who have they drafted in the first two rounds where you can say, ah, we're drafting Pro Bowl players? You can't say that. And so Denver has won this trade until Seattle can show that these draft picks can turn into perennial pro bowlers, not just starters. They have to be really good players. Uh, yeah, and and they got two other starters outside of Drew Locke, too. I mean, I, I actually think that's why there's the mix of players and picks. I mean, you get Noah Fant, you get Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris is a really good defensive tackle. Noah Fant is a tight end that can run. I know him very well. I trained him for the combine. But are you really saying a tight end for a quarterback? And two? North Fat can play. Who's throwing North Fat the ball? Is it going to be no, Drew Lock? No, because no, no. Denver, I, I, think, Denver, I, I, I think we all understand, though, it's not a one-for-one. One. They don't have a quarterback. But you also have to keep in mind, they're not trading Russell Wilson unless they felt like that relationship was done. Right? It, it's done. There's just there's this, no fix. You, fix, you know done. what I really think, though, Doug, what really happened is Russell Wilson was – making Pete Carroll look bad. Pete Carroll was like, we got to get rid of this dude. We got to get rid of this dude. He's making me look bad because he's saying this, this, and this about our offensive line. We're not drafting guys the right way. Russell Wilson got to the point where he was talking too much and it was actually showing the job that Pete Carroll wasn't doing. And this is Pete Carroll. Just look at his history, man. Uh, Earl Thomas started doing it. You got to go. Richard Sherman started doing it. You got to go. Russell Wilson started doing it. You got to go. This is what he does. TJ Spenzada joining us here. Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Okay, AFC West. Derek Carr coming Ooh. off a good year. <laughs> Everyone thinks Justin <laughs> Herbert's the truth. Pat Mahomes, by many people's estimation, is 1B if Aaron Rodgers is 1A. Some people think he's, still, he's even 1A. Where, where are the Denver Broncos as of now? Doug, man, that, that division is must-see football. I know they better have these games on Thursday night football, Monday. These are games we all want to watch, Sunday night football. These are the games we want to see. If that Denver Bronco defense can stay where they are, this is going to be a – I mean, obviously, you, you put the Chiefs at the top. What's going to happen with Tyron Matthew? They need him back. But with Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, Corliss Sutton, K.J. Hamler, is it Javante Williams right to run it back? 
they got dudes. They got dudes at the skill player position in Denver. The Chargers got dudes. Derek Carr has the least amount. He took them to the playoffs, and so very tough. DJ Osman's out of joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, okay, so now you got those two. Tom Brady, come back and play. Man, Doug, I'm I'm still gathering this information. I, I believe Brady wants to play. I, I just he's been real, you know, real coy in his responses and things of that nature. I don't know if he's going to play. I'm before uh, this draft. TJ will for sure know, but it, it's just one of those things, man. Uh, I think he saw the writing on the raw in Tampa and was just like. We're not going to win here anymore. Um, I don't like the way things have transpired. Um, I don't like what happened with the A-B situation. It's just not my cup of tea. But the only team that makes sense is this childhood team. Does it work? I don't know. I just know this. you got to play until the wheels falls off so you have no regrets, Doug. You don't want to have any regrets when, when you're 47, 48, 49, which is right around the corner for Brady. Um, I believe he wants to play, but like I said, I'll know for sure before the draft. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. Does Deshaun Watson play football this year? I'm going to say he does play football. Uh, This situation has been going on, it seems like, forever. You know he's not going to be on the Texans because he has too much guaranteed money. I don't believe they're going to eat that. But if Russell Wilson just went for two twos and two ones, are you really getting four ones for Deshaun Watson? I know his contract is really quarterback friendly now. Um, Houston may have misplayed their hand or his situation legally is playing out to where they can't do anything. But Four ones for Deshaun, and Russell just went for two ones. I don't know what's going to happen, but Deshaun Watson, wherever he does go, if he does get anywhere this year, is an upgrade for any team that gets him. But I'm going to say, yeah, he plays football. Wow. Um, okay. Okay. How you hard think you... otherwise? I just, like, I don't think Seattle's a possibility. I don't think in that city. It, it's just, it's going to be very, very, very difficult. You know, and we can compare things in the past. Like, look, today is International Women's Day. We have, like, we've been through the Me Too movement, but it's still continuing on. You know, like, that is a lot of lawsuits. And I understand that to this point there's nothing criminal. But I just, I, I don't know how it looks. And whoever, whoever he, even if he were to be traded, there would be some form of suspension would be it would be a reasonable guess as well. So I don't know how much you'd have him. I'm just not as I'm just not as sure. I would have thought this thing would have been done and he would have been suspended, and you know we would have kind of had some sort of clarity. But you know we're we're a year into this thing and it's it's not clear. There's no clarity to it. I mean you 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 have a great point as far as the it's been prolonged and it's gone on a while. But at the end of the day, until he's charged criminally, 
yeah, it doesn't look good when, when you have so many people. But I, I just, it just seems like if it was a problem, he would be charged criminally. And, I, and I'm a man with three daughters. And yeah. so I don't, I don't take any of this lightly because I promise you this, anybody does anything to my kids, you will see me on the news. And that's a guarantee. And so I don't take any of this lightly. I don't know what transpired. And to see him on the football field, that's the least of his worries is if he knew he did something. And so we'll let the legal system um, run its course. But as far as him playing football, I just, I just believe he's going to play this year because if it was something, we, we would know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we would we feel like he would have been charged with a crime already. I mean, yes. But he, yes. So, yeah, I, 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 man. It's so hard to tell when there's so much unknown and there hasn't been any clarity and we're a year into it. T.J. Hushmanzad. T.J., last thing. Um, is there any quarterback that you would draft in the first round in this draft? I would say I would probably go two and a possible. Matt Corral, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter. Those three. Matt Corral, talent-wise, has an arm like any quarterback that's in the NFL right now. Um, I know him personally, so I may be biased. Great kid, great person, really smart, um, really good athlete. Desmond Ritter, really good athlete, really good arm training with a good trainer that is going to help him from the And Malik will legit just, the way he carried himself, his interviews at the Combine, um, it's some about him. Don't know him, never met him. But it's some about him that I just really enjoyed hearing him talk and understanding the pitfalls. And then you see the video of him giving something to the homeless man. Kindness goes a long way, man. I tell my kids, treat people how you want them to treat you at all times. Um, it goes a long way. So those three guys. Awesome stuff. That's the one and only TJ Hushmanzada. Hush, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. All right, Doug. Appreciate it, man. Keep up the great work as always. You too. TJ Hushmanzada, join us. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works with you to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. Russell Westbrook has put us all on alert. We'll get into that next. But first... BetRivers Sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience. The foundation of that experience is a massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that live stream of sports every day. There's almost always a live match to watch on BetRivers Sportsbook right on your phone. BetRivers features top-tier customer service, and they're ready to answer your questions anytime, day or night. Plus, they have the unique rush pay system, and BetRivers Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests instantly. And customer satisfaction is always the number one priority. And BetRivers will match your first deposit up to $250. And unlike some other sports books, BetRivers only requires a one-time pay-through to turn your bonuses into cash. Um, come see for yourself. Go to BetRivers.com. That's B-E-T-R-I-V-E-R-S.com. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com.
This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. The NFL franchise tag is open for business. Another one. You get a franchise tag. You get a franchise tag. You get a franchise tag. Everyone gets a franchise tag. When a player is slapped with a franchise tag, we'll bring it to you first on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Voice kind of cracked there. (laughs) Um... So, uh, look, I, I, did I admonish Skip Bayless? What would be the, what would be the, the word, Jason Stewart, for uh, the, the nickname, which is clearly bothering Russell Westbrook? I don't know about admonish, um, because I don't know if he heard you or not, but I will say that um, you gave a stern message 
that maybe somebody could pass along to him. <laughs> Check out the latest lines in the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I mean, look, it's it's not a new thing making up clever nicknames to make fun of athletes, right? I mean, the Chrissy Bosch is simply a, a poor thievery of, of Jim Everett being called Chris Everett. Right. And that's exactly what Skip Bayless did. But Skip Bayless's platform was big. And from when he was at first take to when he's now an undisputed, I, I, I don't believe a seven year old man should be calling, should be making fun of a dude's name with his nickname. I just don't. And especially how, you know, you may say, well, this is just a TV show. And this is how we use it on a TV show. But here's how Russell Westbrook feels about it. You know, just because it never really bothered me, but um, it really kind of hit me the other day. Honestly, I was, uh, me and my wife was at a um, teacher parent conference for my son, and the teacher told me, she's like, uh, Noah, he's so proud of his last name. He writes it everywhere. He writes it on everything. He, he tells everybody, walks around and says, I'm Westbrook, Westbrook, that's his last name. And it kind of, I kind of sat there in shock, and it hit me like, damn, like, I can no longer allow people, um, you know, for example, West Brick to me is now shaming, like it's shaming my name. Yeah, so obviously, he's bothered by it. And, you know, I mean, look, just people are rude. <laughs> people are disgraceful. And I don't think that Twitter threats are real. And I don't think that even his wife needs to defend him on Twitter or be on Twitter. Like people are vile. <laughs> I, we get this all the time where you'll say, you know, well, they're especially vile to said group of people. Like feel free to slide into my mentions anytime, <laughs> you know, um, people are vile, but when you're handsomely paid to cover sports, the Westbrook thing, that's a skip a list deal. That, that traces right back to him. And that, that is not, I don't think, fitting for, you don't have to say, you don't have to be a journalist anymore. Like, let's just grow up. That's really what, let's grow up. Like, you can say he's a terrible shooter. He's a poor volume shooter. And the attempt at those, those angle banks sometimes make it and sometimes he shoots it over the backboard. Uh, you know, what are we doing calling people names? What are we doing? I, and I'm not talking about fans. Fans can be idiots. Fueled by alcohol. And maybe they got some money on the game. Or maybe they paid too much money for a ticket. And now they realize that game's not that big a game. But when you're on this side of the desk, I don't think you do that. Howard Beck joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, obviously, it, it hasn't gone well for Russell Westbrook. And, you know, some of this... I think bad body language. There's the questions about what kind of teammate is he, but but the the now the the, the heckling and you start to see it kind of building has the chance to get ugly here. It feels like to me. Maybe I mean by 
the counting of Russell Westbrook and, and his wife, it's already gotten ugly because, you know, they're saying they've received, you know, death threats and that his family's not comfortable going to games. Um, I don't know what exactly to make of the part about not going to games. Like, I, I, I think these were separate things. The death threats were maybe via social media channels or whatever. But if his family's not comfortable at Laker games, it, it, it kind of suggests, and I don't know this for a fact, but it kind of suggests that maybe things are being said to them in the stands, which would be horrendous uh, as well. And, and so, you know, I, I feel for the family in that regard, you know, you, you, you guys play in this league or play in professional sports, you know that part of the bargain is you're sometimes going to get, you know, booed and taunted and in, even insulted. But there are things that cross the line and involving anybody's family absolutely crosses the line. And so, you know, that part of it, I mean, to your point about, you know, is it going to get out of control? I mean, I, I think maybe it already has. When it, where it regards, you know, Westbrook specifically at home games and Laker fans, I mean, you know, clearly I, this, this is not going to get any better in the last third or whatever of the season, quarter of the season that's left. And so, you know, the, the, the only real question from a basketball standpoint is what do they do when, when this thing is all over? How do they extract themselves from this? How do they find a better, you know, immediate future for, for both the franchise and for Russell Westbrook? How do they do that? Not easily. Uh, you know, the, the cap gymnastics, the salary cap gymnastics alone are an incredible challenge. Uh, he's going to opt into a $47 million, you know, deal for the last year of his contract, and that makes it very difficult to trade. Now, in the offseason, when teams have cap room, when guys, you know, come off the cap, and so teams will have more room to work with, you can maybe fashion a multi-team deal where teams that have a lot of cap room can help facilitate that. And, I don't know that the Lakers are going to get great value back. They're not going to get anything of, of the value that they sent out to get him, which is a problem. Uh, but they can at least get themselves out of this situation, which, you know, clearly isn't working. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what the net positive is other than it's time to move on and this isn't working and it's not going to work. Uh, but you've got to start somewhere. And the first, the first part is find him a new home. And if you can't fashion a trade – you know, do you actually consider a buyout, which is incredibly might be the biggest buyout in NBA history? Um, I think Blake Griffin holds that record right now. Uh, you could do the wave and stretch, but that keeps some part of his, uh, you know, uh, of his salary on the cap for for you know multiple years, and you don't want to hamstring yourself into the future. So there are the bottom line is there are no great exit strategies here for the Lakers. Uh, does Vogel survive to next year? I don't know. Um, that's always a, a difficult one, and I, I try not to speculate uh, on you know coaches and GMs you know losing their jobs if I can avoid it. Certainly, he's up against it right now. There's plenty of, of, of good reporting out there from earlier this season that he was already you know in jeopardy, and he has survived through it. Um, I think of LeBron, who who has you know as recently within, as within the last couple of weeks has praised. Vogel's defensive acumen and, and, and the, the defensive personality that he cultivated with that franchise that helped them win a championship. I think that helps. I think LeBron being in his corner helps a lot. And I think that really nothing that's befallen the Lakers this season is, is, is Vogel's responsibility. I mean, you can question rotations, you can question lineup comment, and there's always stuff to question, right? But the bottom line is this is a horribly constructed roster and the Lakers had a, a, calamitous offseason last summer and that's why they are where they are all right what about Palenka does he survive to next year you know this even more difficult because 
there's clearly a a trust and a longtime friendship or rapport between Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss, the Lakers owner, because Rob Palenka was Kobe Bryant's agent for most of his career. And so there's all these other ties. And, you know, now that said, um, you know, Jeannie Buss has shown before she can make tough decisions, whether it was, you know, extracting herself from the rest of her, her family and then, and, you know, the, all those ownership stakes and, and the, the battle that they had for control of the Lakers. I think she'll make the tough calls, but, um, you know, Rob Palenka is, is more than just a GM who had a really bad offseason. You know, there's there are deeper ties there, and, and I don't know how much that could play a role in all this. Um, but I will say, you know, when Magic Johnson on ESPN over the weekend suggested that the, the Westbrook trade might be the worst in Laker history, like, that's not a stretch. That's not hyperbole. That's not over-dramatization. When you consider what they gave up to get Westbrook, when you consider – that they've got LeBron James, who is still playing at MVP level, and they have basically screwed up this this opportunity this year and potentially beyond. The effects of this trade, um, it, it it may well be the worst trade in Laker history, or certainly the most catastrophic. Uh, yes, uh, but did he want to make that trade? Right? Like, then they had they had the Buddy Hield trade done, and then LeBron and AD wanted Russell Westbrook. The job of the team president or GM, the job of the owner as well, is to make the tough calls and to, to decide when to agree with your franchise star and when to push back and say, no, this isn't the right move. So we can say LeBron and Anthony Davis wanted it. They did. That's clear. But that's, it's not their responsibility in the end. Any more than it's the responsibility of the player, you know, uh, you know, they, they, they decide to take, you know, the, the shots that they take within a game. If the, if the coach called for something else, you know, you have a dispute like this is, this is in that category. It's like, you know, the, the coach needs to at some point put the foot down and say, this is the same thing with, with Vogel and Westbrook, right? <laughs> you, you can't keep hijacking the offense and taking bad shots in crunch time. So I can, uh, I'm going to bench you. That's, that's Frank Vogel's responsibility. Rob Polinka's responsibility at that time was to say, no, Buddy Heald is the better fit and will cost us less of our role players. We will, we will still have more, um, a better supporting cast and more flexibility going forward than making the Westbrook deal. And they, they blew it. They, they blew that call. Howard Beck joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let, let's get ready for the playoffs. Can the Nets get it together in time to make this talent into a team? I am not convinced. It's, it, they don't have enough time left. There's just not much schedule. I mean, there's this idea sometimes we have engage in this magical thinking that if you just throw enough talent together, they don't need time. They can just do it anyway. And, hey, look, they almost did it last year, right? Like um, the, the Harden, uh, Durant, Kyrie Irving alignment, even though they played, I think, only eight regular season games together last season, still managed to, to make a pretty big impact in the postseason and might have gone all the way if not for some injuries. But this is different. You know, Kyrie's been a part-time player for the last couple months. Before that, he wasn't even playing for the first couple months. They have a losing record in games he's played this season. Durant's just gotten back from a long absence. Ben Simmons hasn't played in almost a year and has never played with these guys. I, I just don't see it. I don't see how you create the, the chemistry, the, the, the trust, and the rhythm – 
with a group that's never played together with like four weeks of a season left. And we still don't even know when Ben Simmons is making his debut. So no, I, I don't think the, the nets are a factor in this anymore. Okay. So if not the nets, what about the Sixers? Can they be a championship team with, with a, just slightly more time and, and it's still a changing roster. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, the Sixers are in this, uh, the Sixers are in it. The Bucks are in it. The heat, are in it. Um, I think that's the pecking order atop the East right now. And for the Sixers, whatever concerns people might have had about Harden and Embiid being able to fit together and making certain sacrifices or just finding a, a rhythm, they've got it. And, and it's early, and they haven't played a ton of quality opponents yet, so you don't want to go too far with this, but they've been spectacular together. And the other concern was, well, what happens to Tyrese Maxey? He's having this breakout season, but now he's giving up control of the offense to Harden, and, and he's got to move off the ball. And how's that going? Well, Tyrese Maxey, as it turns out, is playing even better with Harden than he was before Harden arrived. So, you know, they're already there. And that's not to say that it's not also important for them to have time together, but they've got a head start. They're already doing it. And the Nets, we don't know when that'll be. By the way, quick circle back to the Nets. We still don't know if Kyrie Irving's ever going to be able to play home games. <laughs> like the, the laws haven't changed. He's not getting vaccinated. Uh, if Kyrie Irving's only available for half of every playoff series, then I don't care what kind of rhythm they're in. They're going to get that rhythm completely thrown off every time they switch between home and road. It's, 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 a, it, it's absolutely, absolutely bonkers. Um, what about Golden State? Wiseman now is going to play some G League games. I would assume at some point they'll get Draymond together. Where are they in the mix in the West? Well, Draymond himself has said he's coming back next week. So, uh, you know, presuming that that holds and he's healthy, they need to get Iguodala back too. Like he's another, I think, just really important and and kind of we've forgotten about him because the, the focus has been on Draymond's absence and their struggles without him. But Iguodala as a playmaker and defender and just versatile uh, you know, all, you know, all-around player. They need him back too. I, I think the Warriors are are still there. Like they have slipped right um, in the standings and in their record. But I I just think they need to be whole. When they're whole, Steph Curry doesn't have to do quite as much. Draymond Green takes a ton of pressure on off of him. People forget how much of a an offensive anchor Draymond Green is. In addition to being their defensive anchor, he's you know their leading assist guy. He is a great playmaker, and he and Steph have a, a special chemistry that that Steph just doesn't have with any other one player on that on that team. So Draymond being back, I think, makes Steph Curry more efficient again. Clay Thompson has you know has had some time to to kind of get his legs back under him. Their young guys, Kuminga and Moody, have looked really good, including last night. Big uh, breakout game for Moody, um, and then they'll get Wiseman back presumably too. And you know, like it's it, he won't be able to play as big a role as they might have once hoped, given how long he's been out and given how late in the season it is. But Wiseman gives them a dimension in terms of his size and length and versatility and and his vertical, uh, uh, you know, the, the vertical stretch that he can provide that they just don't have anywhere else on the roster. Uh, so you know, I, I think the Warriors, despite how things have looked for the last few weeks overall are, are going to be in great shape. Like once they are healthy, they are as good as anyone. I completely agree with you. Howard Beck, great stuff. Senior writer, Sports Illustrated, covering the NBA. Howard, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Doug.
Check out the latest science of mortal sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. How much do Vegas and the odds makers like Aaron Rodgers' decision? You'll find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to the press. The Press. Press is brought to you by Hustler Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers run their business. And for us weekend Joe's, Hustler Turf has a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. That's HustlerTurf.com. Buyer. 
What do you got, Dan? Doug, what a day today in the National Football League as the Seattle Seahawks have traded Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Deal won't become official until the new league year starts next week. Seahawks getting three players, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris, plus two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-rounder, while Wilson and a fourth-rounder go to Denver. In addition from this story, we had touched on this earlier that the Seahawks' Twitter page had posted a clip from Castaway of Tom Hanks' character yelling, Wilson, Wilson, where are you? That tweet has since been deleted by the Seattle Seahawks. Do you think whoever the intern is who put that out there got fired? Hasta la vista. Maybe they'll send him to Denver as part of the ah. trade. <laughs> I think it's three for one. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah. how, how long till your Seahawks are back competitive atop that division? Um, uh, it won't be in 2022. It yeah, will not be in 2022, I can tell you that. Uh, maybe 2023 and beyond. Who knows? The Rams keep on reinventing themselves. Uh, the 49ers should be good next year. Who knows with the Cardinals, but I don't think it'll be next year. Um, maybe maybe in the near future after that. But I can tell you this, the odds for the teams in the moves today with Aaron Rodgers going back to the Green Bay Packers, there's been some movement. As of yesterday, uh, some sports books had Green Bay at about an 11-to-1 shot, plus 1,100. Bet Rivers right now has Green Bay at plus 900 as, a, uh, as the winner of the Super Bowl. The Broncos have jumped up to about plus 1,200 according to Bet Rivers. Broncos were about 25-to-1 in some places uh, as of yesterday. So, just with the addition of Russell Wilson. The Seahawks completely different story. Uh, not le- not that they had great odds, Doug, uh, for winning it next year, but they are now at plus 7,000. So, yeah, they were about a 40-1 uh, to 1 shot as of yesterday, now about 70-1, to 1, but Bet Rivers has them at plus 7,000. The same odds, by the way, as the Bears to win the Super Bowl, so that tells you how far the Seahawks fell. Um, you know what's interesting is I could make the case that they still have the third best quarterback in the division. I, I guess we don't. We, yeah, I, look, we, don't we don't know about Trey we Lance. We don't know. Yeah, well, no, but, or what with no, the, with the I'm Seahawks? About Seahawks? No, I'm talking about the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely, I agree with that. Yes, the Seahawks may. Who knows? Who knows who they bring in? Well, it's not Drew Locke, but uh, some college hoops going on uh, right now. Oh, by the way, Deshaun Watson. Actually, let me get to that. Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, told the New York Times that he hopes the grand jury will decide on Friday whether or not to move forward with charges against Watson, because that's when the prosecutor investigating the case is expected to present her case to the grand jury. So we could find out Deshaun Watson's status on Friday. Do you think in a city like Seattle they could bring on Deshaun Watson if there's no criminal charges? Yes. Um, could be wrong about that, but whether they want to or not, who knows. And by the way, right now in the A-Sun Championship game, Bellerman uh, has a lead on Jacksonville. But, but they're it, not actually eligible. Correct. So if they win, Jacksonville State goes to the tournament. If Jacksonville wins, then the Jacksonville Dolphins will go to the tournament. But Bellerman is actually playing for Jacksonville State's uh, tournament hopes right now. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Did you know my dad was once a head coach at Jacksonville? Oh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. They might squeak their way to a victory. That's terrible. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.